0: Listen Geisha. up, boys and girls. Once upon a time, in a land far, far away. Yes, it's Brad Giesa story time. <laughs> yes, some, sometimes we just have fun by ourselves. You don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we're just having fun by ourselves. All right, this story time goes goes back forty something years. Um, I was a boy scout. I was actually a scout all through the scouting program, a cub scout, which was fun, and you're mostly just. You're having fun and playing as a kid. You're learning some of the scout law and, and yeah. ways to be a, yeah. a proper young man, but you're not really doing too much camping or anything yet when you're a Cub Scout. Then you're a wee-below for a while, kind of the in-between, and then finally you get to be in the Boy Scouts, which is the big league. You know? Now you can join the Girl Scouts. <laughs> yeah, if you'd like to, you actually think you can. Um, and what you got to be in, the big, in the, the big league, in the Boy Scouts, not only was it a big deal, but there's some things that you had to do right off the bat. Now, Before you could get into your cool scout equipment, like your scout knife and things like that, hatchets and things that you you wanted as a 13, 12, 13-year-old kid, you had to do a few things first. And the very first thing you had to do as a Boy Scout, at least when I was going 30, 40 years ago, is you had to earn two merit badges. The first one was patriotism. I like that. You had to learn how to be a good patriot and a good citizen. That was the very first one. I thought that set a good tone. And the second one was safety, all kinds of safety, fire safety, knife safety. And this is going to be very ironic as the story unfolds. You'll, you'll see why. that my, my badge for safety didn't come into play as much as it should have. But I had to get that badge as well. Once you get those, then you could start getting the cool stuff like the Boy Scout knife, which I wanted desperately. And there's about as many Boy Scout knives as there are uh, Swiss Army knives. I got the one that was a more modest one. It had a blade and a leather punch because, you know, you need to punch a lot of leather as a 12-year-old. It had a bottle opener with a screwdriver, <laughs> yeah. and I had a can well, opener. Now you can open your beer. Yeah, They also they had some of corkscrews on there, you know, for, for the scout out there popping some port wine. <laughs> oh, so I, I ordered it through uh, the special company. I paid for it myself. I saved my money. My dad took me down there. We picked it out, got my knife. So excited. It was all black. I picked the black one. It looked just as cool as I thought it would. It felt perfect in my hand. And it was, it was a brand-new knife, so it was sharp. It was plenty sharp. But I just took a class, or I just got my badge on how to sharpen knives and other stuff. So, my, my first thing is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to work on my knife. I got a bad feeling, I'm gonna about put this. a real edge oh, on this. No, I'm, no, gonna, no. I'm gonna really get this thing sharp. <laughs> how many fingers did you lose? So, I <laughs> and this is really my first experience sharpening something, man. And <laughs> I'm using the sharpening stone, and I'm, I'm pretty sure for the first 20 minutes I made it more dull, and then finally I started getting the hang of it. You know, yeah, you, you wet yeah. the stone. And uh, I started, started getting sharper and sharper. Also, started getting black stuff all over my face. I don't know. <laughs> if you've ever sharpened a knife, it looks like you've been playing in coal after a while. Yeah. yeah. Finally, I, I get the, the technique down. See, this is about an hour, hour and 20 minutes you got to get the angle just I right. got the technique down, and I got it really sharp. I took a piece of paper, and you oh, my gosh. And I, in my heart, I needed to show my dad how well I did sharpening the knife. If I would have yeah. just left it like that as my newly sharpened knife, everything would have been cool. It would have been cool. We had this orange, and we called it gargantuan because it was about the size of a, uh, bigger than a grapefruit, a little bit smaller than a bowling ball. But we called wow. it gargantuan, and it was, it was misshapen. It was like a, some freak orange. We had it sitting on, the, on our kitchen table for a long time, and I thought, what a perfect example to show my dad that this knife is sharp enough to cut through gargantuan. So my mom and dad are both there. I pick up the orange, and I say, I have something to show you guys, and they just turn around. They don't know what's going to happen. I say, I just sharpen my knife. Watch this. Sheesh! It sliced through that orange like butter, like butter. And luckily, thank God I had a fingernail on my thumb because it, it cut right to the fingernail. and oh. It, uh, it kind of ground to a stop right there, <laughs> about an eighth of an inch into my fingernail. Yeah. And I went, <gasps> I made that face that you make. and I had my hand closed because I didn't want to look at it. Yeah. And my dad just put his hand out. Give me the knife. I gave him the knife. <laughs> I didn't see it again for 20 years. Oh, he's a sick man. <laughs> He handed it back to me when I was about 20-something 20, 20 years old. I was like, maybe almost 30. Here's your knife back. But when I finally I clenched my hand, it was not good. And this was after you took the safety court. Yes, after, after. Oh, God. But Did you pay any attention during the safety course? Apparently not. I just I really had no idea it was going to be that fast. But yeah. I, I felt embarrassed because I called so much attention to myself. So, hey, I got something to show everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, Let me show you how to amputate your thumb. You know when you're holding...